Tom, are you okay? I lost her. Her? She was going to be this epic, trilogy-worthy character. I was going to be the hottest writer in Hollywood. But I can't get past Act One! You need some writer's group therapy. Hello, and welcome to Writer's Group Therapy. I'm Tom. And I'm Roshni. We're writers helping writers. Are you ready for your session? The doctors are in. And if you like what you hear, make sure you subscribe. You can find us online at Writer's Group Therapy and on Twitter at WG Therapy. And that's also our Instagram handle. And mm-hmm. individually. Uh, Tom underscore Loveman on Instagram. and No, on Twitter. And Instagram is just Tom Loveman. And on Instagram, I'm at Moonlily Music. And on Twitter, I'm at Roshni Lamino. Whew. So now that we got all that out of the way. <laughs> yeah. We should have started this one by calling ourselves Tam Liveman and uh, Richney uh, Lamino, because <laughs> we would be like knockoffs of ourselves. <laughs> you know, it's so weird. Like, I had no idea, but one of my favorite cartoons growing up which this is going to sound so dorky, but in the Disney cartoon block, like way back in the 90s, I was randomly Wikipedia, Wikipedia-ing, is that a word? As you do. I don't know. And I didn't realize that Tailspin blatantly ripped off some of the characters from Cheers. Really? Yeah. Um, Rebecca Cunningham um, was Kirstie Rebecca. Alley. Uh, from yeah, but there's a there's a um, business owner named Rebecca ah. in Tailspin, and she was blatantly ripped off from Rebecca in Cheers. Yeah, was there like a alcoholic baseball player? No, <laughs> Run, running the company. Oh. No, no. Oh, Maybe maybe, maybe maybe had a little problem we didn't know about. Maybe it was I don't know, but yeah, but I mean the the creators actually even said like Cheers was popular at the time. They loved the character, so they. But there, that, they, there it is. They love the characters. So does that mean it becomes kind of a uh, an homage to it? Is it really ripping it off when you're just, you know, kind of doing it out of appreciation? I mean, obviously, it's not a bar set in Boston with a bunch of characters in the bar. It's a different workplace. It's animals in a tree, I think their office was. And, uh, you know, they delivered packages in a plane or something. So I don't feel like that was a ripoff so much as an homage. Or was it a parody or a satire? <laughs> I mean, there's all these terms, but only one of them is illegal. Oh, right. A ripoff is a ripoff. Yeah, <laughs> totally well, illegal. There are plenty of lawsuits, you know, that have come down through the years over these kind of things. Um, recently, one of the ones I thought was interesting was Elementary. The, the creators of Elementary got sued by the creators of Sherlock, the BBC show, because they said it was too similar, even though... Sherlock Holmes is a public domain character. Anybody can do a Sherlock Holmes show. But they said because of certain characteristics, it being set in the present and those sorts of things, that it was a ripoff. But even though, I mean, I've I've seen the BBC Sherlock. I, I only vaguely know Elementary. But isn't Watson a woman? In yeah, that one? Lucy Liu plays Watson on yeah. Elementary. So they, they, they pointed that out as one of the key differentiators. And they I think they specifically did a little gender bending there because... They wanted to make sure there wasn't any kind of confusion. And I think, you know, if you've watched both shows, um, you know, Elementary is very crime procedural. It's very heavy on on the uh, police aspect of it. Whereas Sherlock is more about him and, you know, how he goes about solving his, the mysteries himself and his, and his relationship with John Watson. 
So I feel like I feel like they're very different. And I think anyone who likes the genre of the mystery will see there there's a significant difference. And would never I would never imagine that that, that one would have ripped off the other. I love them. I think they're both great shows. So, I mean, and like you were saying, you know, because it is public domain, it's kind of the same thing with Disney, you know, doing like Snow White and all those public domain fairy tales. But you can't say that, you know, they own Snow White or they own Aladdin or something like no. that. They own that version of that character. Right. They own yeah. that version of that story. You can't use, you know, the Snow White that we know with the short black hair and the yellow and blue dress and all that, but you can kind of, you know what I'm saying? You can kind of right something else. Right. If you put, you know, uh, a girl named Dorothy Gale in a red checkered dress and had her carried off by a typhoon uh, with her cat Poco, you know, whatever it was, <laughs> you know, people would probably wonder if you had seen Wizard of Oz. But you know, it's all a matter of degrees. How much? How much are you, t- you know, taking, and how much are you using that's similar of the character? You, you all know my favorite movie. I always talk about it, Back to the Future. Yeah, I am in love with Rick and Morty. Have you ever watched it? I've seen bits and pieces. I've played the uh, the board game. You did? It. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, a, it was fun. It's very popular. Yeah, the, yeah. the series. But here you have a case where. Um, it's it's not a no one's you're not fooling anybody we know that rick and morty are basically you know a satirical take on doc brown and marty mcfly and i think the creators actually went on record as saying like they completely love the movie and they were totally writing something similar yeah if you want to you know pick you know be picky about it uh marty and doc brown travel through time in a delorean time machine uh, Morty and uh, Rick Sanchez, the Rick uh, of Rick and Morty, uh, travel around in a spaceship and use a portal gun to travel between dimensions. So they're not time traveling. So it's a very different premise. It's a you know it's a different science in general. But they do have this weird you know grandson grandfather relationship similar to Doc and Mor- and Marty. But it is definitely I think an homage. I think it's something we always like as a fan of Back to the Future. I laugh at it because I always wondered. You know, when you see movies, you always see this particular, you know, character in a certain light. And you always wonder, mm-hmm. well, what if he was a jerk or an idiot or, you know, those kinds of things? And they, they've kind of done that. They've taken that that relationship and turned it on its side and created something really funny and really unique. That, again, while they look, you know, like the characters from Back to the Future, it's a completely different story. And uh, I think everyone knows that it's an homage. It's not a ripoff. Yeah. I mean, I think that's an interesting point because okay so you know you have parody you have satire which are like taking it and putting like a kind of maybe political or you know sarcastic spin on something Mm -hmm. or changing the genre changing the genre homage which is like i you know adore this story i adore this character and so i'm going to you know fan fan appreciation right you know fanfic Mm -hmm. and all that stuff you know, a ripoff is basically taking the characters and the story and like word for word ripping it off, you know, and that's completely illegal. And so it's interesting because, you know, how much of that is protected as far as being an homage? Where's that mm-hmm. line? You know, um, we were talking earlier uh, pre-podcast about how when Pacific Rim came out, Sci-Fi Channel put out something very similar. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, uh, what was the one you were saying? Um, Pacific Rim? Yeah, Pacific Rim. I forgot the name of the Sci-Fi Channel one. It was Atlantic Rim. They just changed, oh, the, yeah. changed the ocean. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's all they do is change yeah. the ocean. And um, I've seen it, and it's r- horrible. It's uh, you know, it, What they did, um, Asylum kind of had this business model where they would see what movies were coming out, what were the big blockbusters that were coming out, and they would make a low-budget kind of take on the idea. They, they may not have even match the idea because maybe the plot wasn't revealed yet even. So they thought, well, this is a movie about giant robots that fight monsters, so we're going to make a movie like that. And, and then when the movie comes out, you know, there's a little confusion. People are like Googling Pacific Rim and, you know, Atlantic Rim pops up in their Netflix queue or on the sci-fi channel. And they might tune in to watch it, not knowing that they're, they're not watching the movie they think they're watching. But I mean, you see stuff like that. Like, remember A Bug's Life and Ants came out at the same time? Uh-huh. You know, yeah. I don't know if you remember that. Then there were a couple mm-hmm. other cartoon ones where it was like, oh, this is, you know, too eerily similar. Um, the Bug's Life and Ants one is the one that comes to my mind right off the, the bat. But yeah. I know there were other ones. I always think know? of um, Armageddon and um, what's the other one? Uh, the other asteroid movie, Deep Impact. Those two came out the same summer, pretty much. Oh, Okay. Yeah, and uh, but that's not really homage, honestly. Oh, it's not an homage. It was just a yeah. coincidence, and you know, maybe that was in the news. You know, a comet, a comet hitting the Earth was in the news or something. So somebody came with that idea of a movie about it, and mm-hmm. uh, neither one, you know, like overshadowed the other. But it was always kind of coincidental that two, you know, you know, end of the Earth via asteroid slash comet movies were happening at the same time. Yeah. So, I mean, all these examples that we just gave as far as like Atlantic and Pacific Rim and, you know, ants and all that, that's more just like coincidental timing of people having the same ideas. But that's yeah. not exactly a ripoff unless they all take each other to court. Yeah. There was um, Dante's Pink and um, Volcano came out at the same time, too. One was with uh, Pierce Bronson and the other one was with Tommy Lee Jones. One was set in, in uh, the Pacific Northwest and one was set in Los Angeles. Yeah. Both about volcanoes. Yeah. But I mean, like getting back to the original topic. Yeah. It's um, okay. I was like, because we're kind of not, we're kind of veering away from the whole homage thing. But I mean, as far as when, so when is it okay? And how far can you push those limits? I'll give you another example. Um, Family Guy, you know, um, did a series of Star Wars satires. They had the characters from Family Guy portray characters from Star Wars, and they were hilarious. They they were huge. They were like special long episodes, and they did each episode. I don't know if they did – did they do mm-hmm. three? I know they did two. I don't know if they did a third one or if they combined the others into one, but it was hilarious because you had these characters that you know from Family Guy who are so dysfunctional being the characters in Star Wars, and it was a riot. Now, it, it's an homage. It's a satire. Um, and I, you know, no one's going to confuse the two. One's animated. Um, but at the same time, Family Guy is put on by the same network that does Star Wars. It was done by uh, 20th Century Fox, who did the Star Wars movies. And uh, fam- and Family Guy was on the Fox. So network, it had so permission. Probably got permission. <laughs> I mean, I would say, you know, obviously talk to your lawyer. But as far as, you know, mm-hmm. definitely anything in the public domain would probably be fair game um or like you were saying you know you have one is live action one is animation so it's not the same mm-hmm. 
field yeah, genres. You know, originality is something that's it's hard to quantify because uh, I, I think there's this this test they do. They kind of say, um, is it plausible that two people could come up with an I, these ideas separately without having heard of the other one? You know, like um, there was another example was a TV show, The Mentalist, and the TV show Psych were out at the same time. Both were about people kind of pretending to be psychic and solving crimes. One was more comedy, one was more drama. But there was a little bit of a, you know, a, a legal issue over that. Yeah, I think there's a percentage test as well. I could be wrong, but I feel like mm-hmm. when if you ever did have to take something in a court, um, there is a percentage of how much similarity before a judge would be like, yeah, you totally stole their idea kind of thing. I could be wrong on that though. There's obvious, you know, if there's obvious character traits and, you know, all the actors are, you know, the same gender, age, race, you know, same tics and, you know, disabilities or whatever it is, you know, those kind of things are pretty obvious. There are new, new ideas. I I mean, and there's always the case of, I mean, this happened to me. I came up with an idea for a film and I started to actually write it. And then I, I was doing like Google searches for like the name, like I wanted to name it something. I wanted to see if there were other movies with a similar name. And I actually found another movie with the same name I was going to use. And um, I I read the description and it was so close to the movie I had come up with, but it had slightly different, it was a sci-fi film. So it had a slightly different technology sci-fi aspect to it. But at the end of the day, it was still some characters in a certain situation fighting a certain, you know, antagonist. And that was too similar. So I kind of set it all aside. Wait to see if their movie actually comes out and if it's any good before I try to pursue mine. Well, they do say if you ever find yourself in that situation where you have an idea and then you see it on the big screen, it's a good thing because it means you have good ideas. (laughs) So how about for all of you? What are some of your favorite homage or ripoff movies and films? Oh, movies and films are the same thing. Um... (laughs) <laughs> you know, movies and films. They, yeah, they're both ripping each other up. Anyway, let us know at WG Therapy and also find us online at writersgrouptherapy.com and share, like, subscribe, etc. Give us a review. All that Five good stuff. <laughs> Yay. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. <laughs>